pressure on him. Throws it up for eight. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis. 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll, trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one-on-one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. We're sending it in, Jerome. That's for damn sure. What's up, everybody? Welcome to TSP Wagers. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lats, here is always with my man, Mr. Big Ballin' Ben Larson. Welcome to the program, Ben. How you doing tonight? Not too bad. Can't complain. Warriors win. Got to go to a Sharks game last night. Loving life. Birthday on Monday. Shit. Yeah, that's right. That's Cannot right. Cannot complain. That's right, man. Happy birthday. Uh, how? Hopefully the Sharks team was good. I, I think they lost. We did lose, but <laughs> it was fun. It was my uh, one and only uh, Sharks game this year because of the whole COVID thing. But, uh, you know, last game of the season at home. Can't. You know, can't hurt to go to it. It was fucking empty, but and the knights are out of the Let's playoffs. Go, y'all. Thank God. And I'm so glad that we had a hand in that. So glad. Yeah. So. so that's that's always a beautiful thing, man. I went I went yep. to the local brewery today and uh was talking oh, sure with they were so sad. Yeah, I was talking with them about <laughs> about the knights missing the playoffs and they were pretty upset about it, but Oh yeah. Well yeah. first time that they've done it. So yep. it's uh, it's gonna be tough. First time they have missed the playoffs, but we're, we're going to be diving into some NHL playoffs uh, games as we move along with uh, wagers. We actually got some some big things on the horizon, which we'll, which we'll eventually share once once it gets laid out. You're definitely going to want to yep. stay, stay locked in for that. But obviously, you know, as we head, we got the NFL draft tomorrow, Ben. Uh, yep. Here in Vegas, they're expecting a million people from what I'm hearing in Vegas. Um, and then we got the we got three NBA playoff games tomorrow, as well as a full slate of Major League Baseball games. So, just a ton of sports going on uh, tomorrow. And there's been a lot of uh, uh, draft talk bets as well recently. Crazy thing is in Nevada, dude. Listen to this: they all the books in the state had to take down NFL draft props at 5 p.m. today. They could not take wagers on them. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Okay. I'm I'm guessing they're I they're afraid like cuz you know all the NFL people are in town. I'm guessing they're afraid that like there's going to be obviously inside information and they can like go to the window and fucking cash out on that. Okay. That's my yeah, assumption. That's true. Cuz I mean if you that's if you think true. about it, the NFL like the NFL draft is probably one of the most profitable ways you can win money if you have solid information because you're not relying on two teams with multiple human beings playing a game. You're really just relying on on concrete information. Like if someone inside an organization tells you we're taking this guy at this pick, you know, yeah. that's a pretty solid guarantee, like 99.9% unless something changes last minute, right? So yeah. that's what I that's what I think. Um so I mean, it's, it's been interesting, like dissecting the NFL draft, NFL draft this year, because I never even thought about it like that until I started hearing as to uh, 
because I heard I listened to a local radio station here, which is like Pure Sports Gambling, and they had one of the sports book managers on from from one of the casinos, and that's what he was saying. So I was like, oh shit, why don't I ever think about that? And it, that makes a ton of sense now. Okay. So basically, make friends with agents and people inside sports organizations, and you might get some yeah. inside information. Uh, but man, how else is your night, man? What are you sipping on? You sipping on something tonight? Yeah, I went, uh, you know, for the Dubs win, I had to go a little bit bigger. So I went with some bourbon, and uh, we're going with Old Elk Weeded Bourbon. It's a Man, y'all didn't even cover, though. I don't care. We made it to the second round of the playoffs. It's the first time since 2019, so. Good teams win, great teams cover, Ben. Well, we covered a lot of our other games, so I will, uh, I'll I'll take it. What, three (laughs) out of the four wins? I'll take it. Um, But, uh but yeah, so I'm drinking a uh, what one thirteen point four proof. So it's, uh, it's a little bit a little bit heavier. So and this is the five year. It's uh, definitely got uh, got a leg up on just their regular weed and bourbon. That's a lot. That's what she said. <laughs> what are you drinking? I am sipping on the Beechwood Amalgamator IPA. Beechwood okay. Brewing Company. That's- um, I haven't even cool opened game. it yet, um, but this is a West Coast style IPA. So this is like my my uh, my cup of tea. I've actually been sitting yeah. on this in the fridge for a, quite a while, so I'm hoping that this is good, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, like I can't even tell you how long it's been sitting on my fridge. It, it was a uh, canned in on in March, so we're almost to we're almost to May here. <laughs> That's not too bad. It's been sitting in my fridge for a while, so we're going to sip on this one. Hopefully, it's good. If it's not, I got another thing in the fridge right here, so we, we may possibly go to that. It all depends on how this beer tastes, if it's drinkable. Yeah. Uh, but we got a lot of sports to talk about, Ben, so I'm glad you, you, you mentioned the Warriors because we just the game just wrapped up, obviously, right? Um, yep. <clears throat> the Warriors were minus nine favorites. actually got bet down to minus eight and a half. Usually, when a, when a wager comes in that big, you should know something. Um, I actually didn't bet this game. I bet it in the in the half because I felt that there was no way Aaron Gordon was going to continue playing as well as he did in the first half. So I was yeah. like, oh, I'm taking Warriors minus six and a half. And obviously the Warriors won the second half. They won by four points. They were at six. Curry had a chance to make it seven. Misses a free throw. I was a little bummed there, dude. So yeah. fuck your Warriors. But <laughs> I mean, like like we were talking about before this, they hit a, a layup afterwards, so it's not necessarily uh, all on on Curry there. He was horrible. Yeah, but seven's been a di- horrible from the line all series, so, dude. What the fuck is going yeah, on with him? I don't know. I don't know. So, so so speaking of not necessarily the free throws, but are you concerned at all with the next round facing either Minnesota or Memphis? Yes. Um, because Memphis has had our number all year. Um, and I think last year too, but last year was, you know, a whole different story, but yeah, I, I am a little bit worried. It, I, I do see the Warriors playing better basketball than I think I've seen them play all season. Um, today was definitely, they did not have that kind of like skip in their step like they usually do. So I, I, I I'm, I'm worried just because of the playoffs, but I still think they'll be able to beat either of those teams. I don't. I honestly don't think of they'll be. No, I mean, this is just, a, this is an objective take here. Like 
the Nuggets were the best draw of the first round because they're missing their two leading scorers, right? Yeah. The series would be completely different if they had Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Um, and, and you could see that because for most of the series, really the Nuggets have been struggling to get anything going from anyone. I think Aaron Gordon, like, you know, in that first half, he did find something. Like, he was like, oh, shit, like, I can actually take Draymond Green to the basket. Like, I can do all these things. Um, but in the end, they just didn't have enough, dude. They just don't have enough right now because yeah. they're missing two 20-point-per-game scores. That's a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and when I heard the Warriors were going to this smaller lineup today, the pool clay Curry lineup, I said, yeah, yeah that's cute against the Nuggets, dude. Like, that's going to work against them. But against these other teams, dude, they're going to pick that fucking lineup apart because Clay right now, dude, I'm telling you from watching these games – Clay Thompson is not the same on defense. Like dudes are blowing right by him. He can't even yeah. he couldn't even blow by Jokic, dude. <laughs> like yeah. that's a concern. You know what I mean? Like uh and I, I just think that I like the, you said it, the Memphis Grizzlies have the Warriors number, and I think that they're gonna continue to have it. Um I just like they're just different. And Curry's missing free throws, dude. Like he wasn't even that great tonight. You know what I mean? Like he was he hit some nice he shots, no, but it wasn't great. No, I mean, nobody was really that great tonight. Um, you know, when when we're looking at it, but so I'm saying they can't know, play the like that series, and beat any of these uh, the other teams that are going to. Well, like, yeah, but then let's look at uh, the other four games, like that. You know, game four, the only game that they lost, it was you know still an offensive firepower game with 147 points. Yeah, but you know, in, in but Poole scored game, and, 30. How much he scored 30 the first game? He scored 27 the second, and he scored like how many this the 20, third game? 29, I think. 29, and then they started scheming defensively towards him, and he hasn't scored over like 12 points in the last two games. Yeah, but I also I also don't see anyone <laughs> other than Jaw who hasn't looked great that. I guess maybe Cat, who has that offensive Desmond Bain you know, has been phenomenal for yeah, Memphis. But, but the biggest I'm, thing about Memphis of, is you know, that going back to to Joker, like he's he is that what was able to wear those Warriors down, and maybe Cat can do that. Well, but I don't yeah. see, you know, I don't see anybody else who's going to be playing that same type of game. Well, Memphis plays really... a different style of basketball, though. Oh, absolutely. But that was what was eating the Warriors down. Yeah, but the, on the flip side, the Nuggets can't guard anybody. Like, their perimeter defenders aren't very good that they have out there, right? And on the flip side, like, they don't really have any perimeter guys that, like, need so much attention. So, the, like, the Warriors are able to kind of, like... Like, it's not a hard challenge for their guards and wings to guard those guys. Like, those are, like, average dudes, you know what I mean? But then you bring in Memphis, and you have Jaw, Desmond Bain, and Dylan Brooks. I mean, those are three great wings. Or you have Memphis, where you have D'Angelo Russell, uh, who's kind of been shitty, to be honest, in the playoffs. But you have Anthony Edwards, right? And then you also bring in Cat, who's a similar type player to Jokic. Well, I shouldn't say he is, but he can be. Cat can be one of the best players in the league if he wants to be. And if he puts forth that effort, which he's put forth in the last two games against Memphis, I mean, Minnesota's a totally different team. I I, I think the Warriors would beat Minnesota, but I don't see Minnesota beating Memphis in that series, and I think Memphis is definitely a better team overall than than the Warriors. I do think that's going to be like a six, seven-game series only. It's going to be no walk in the park. Absolutely. I don't, I, on both sides, I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. Um, but it's, it's going it, to, to be honest, it's going to be coming down to Steph. And yep. if Steph can play like 2019 Steph, uh, because he hasn't been. 
I mean, yeah. even even I guess 2021 stuff too. He played out of his mind last year. Yeah, but but can... I think that's the biggest thing though, dude. Is like you're relying on them to turn back the clock, and they didn't play. They didn't play very well in the second half of the season either. No, you know, so it's it is a. Yeah, but again, I mean, we can we can look at at both of those teams, Memphis and you know um, Minnesota, and you know see glaring issues that are happening right now with their players. Yeah, Jaw has Jaw's been you know locked down at least the first three games. Yeah, but uh, on, on the Edwards flip side, the, the Warriors don't have Patrick Beverly on their team. You know what I mean? <laughs> like so. Yeah. It's a little bit different. I mean, obviously, they probably play Gary Payton a little more, and that, and honestly, that was a huge thing tonight. Was Gary Payton uh, yeah. Jr. like offensively and defensively? Yeah, yeah, he was knocking down wide open shots because Denver was basically leaving him wide open, saying, "Okay, if this guy's gonna beat us, we're, we'll live with that, dude. We will yeah. absolutely live with him beating us. But if you're gonna put him on the floor, he has to hit shots, and he was able to do that. Now, can he do mm-hmm. that over the stretch of a series? I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a big question mark." But great point there um, about that. That's gonna be that's gonna be a phenomenal series, dude. I cannot wait for that. Yeah, hopefully. I think fingers way, crossed. Either, Memphis still got to win a game. <laughs> yeah, I think either way, whether they play Memphis or Minnesota, it's gonna be a great series. Yeah, should be. That's it. I mean, that Memphis Minnesota series is crazy for a two seven series. That's a hell of a fucking series. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's hop into these games for Thursday though. So we got three games on deck. Um, we're gonna break them down. Um, we're gonna break them down one by one. So we're gonna start out east. Obviously, the first game of the day, uh, we got the Philadelphia 76ers. They're heading into Scotiabank Arena in Toronto to face the Toronto Raptors. Raptors coming off two straight wins against Philly. The Sphinxers are clenching over there in Philadelphia right now. Philly minus one and a half favorites on the road. Toronto plus one and a half over under is two ten and a half. What's your? Uh, do you have any thoughts on this? You want me to start this one? I mean, either way. I, initially, I'd I'd go with the uh, you know with Philly minus uh, one and a half um, with those minus one ten odds here. Um, big part of that is you know even though Embiid is uh, you know is probable for Thursday, probably won't be at his you know top of his game. Um, you do have Van Fleet. Uh, out which is a big offensive been well, out downgraded the last two downfall. games yeah and you know that's going to be a you know kind of in my eyes a, a big push for you know the 76ers i think it is going to be a close game um but the way that the sixers can be dominant i think is a you know a big push to you know really you know take that one and a half at least over the money line it's only a point and a half, and it's going to get you another, what, 10 points in your odds? Um, yeah. So if you're going to be going money line or... Money line right now, Philly know. minus 123, Toronto plus 105. Yeah. And uh, spread is sitting at minus 110. So it, I'd go with the spread. Even some books have it at, at one. Um, I think average is just sitting at that minus one and a half. Yeah, the minus one and a half is uh, basically every book in Vegas has a minus one and a half right now. Circa, BetMGM, Caesars, and Station Casinos all at minus one and a half right now. Yeah, I like Toronto here. I like Toronto to win this game. I like them to force a game seven. Um, and this is just honestly, this is a p- 
sheer fade on Doc Rivers because we have seen Doc Rivers teams drop leads like this time and time again. It does not matter who is on this team. It just continuously happens. Um, so with that being said, like I am taking Toronto to win this game. I like the plus 105. I like the, the I'll take the points too, plus one and a half. And I also like the under, dude, because I think that Toronto, since Joel Embiid has gotten hurt, They've actually, they've actually figured something out about attacking Joel Embiid off the dribble and making him like play defense in space, and he's not able to do it. And the one thing that Toronto does very well, which Miami does as well, is they switch everything because they they're very like they have a bunch of six seven wings, right? They're gonna throw Precious Achua, Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, like all those long wings they're throwing out there, and they can switch everything. And what they've done recently is they've started actually scheming towards Tyrese Maxey and shutting him down. He's had two bad games in the games they won, and they're actually playing James Harden straight up. And they're saying James, if or I'm sorry, they're playing Jim Harden straight up. I've I've changed his name. He, he is now Jim Harden because he's an old man. He's an old man, and he's yeah. lost his step. <laughs> I like it. So they're yeah. saying they're saying Jim, you are yeah. going to beat us if you are going to win this game. We will make you, and we know. What Jim Harden does in the playoffs throughout his career, he crumbles in yeah. big moments. I do not yeah. like this Philadelphia team, Ben. I like See, I, the Raptors I, here. So going to your point, there, we it's it's too early for them to crumble. You know, we're we're no, this wait is until this is know, when they do it. Round no, we're those sphincters clinch, dude. They clinch and and then, they get they get nervous, dude. And all these Doc Rivers how, teams. How is it? How is it clinched right now? It's three to one in the series. Uh-uh. If we're at, at game seven, then I can it's three see to that. two. Then they won last game, game five in Philly. Why this did is, uh, oh, there we go. Okay, I was looking at this as it's uh, three yeah, to two, game six. Yeah, no Matisse Steibel either, who's their best wing defender yeah. as well because um, he's not vaccinated, cannot play in Canada. <laughs> That's weird. I was looking at game six, and for some reason, my document said 3-1. Um, but anyways, um, I to be honest, I do really like that under uh, as well. But I still think... Well, I think I, if, I you, if like you take that. that under, then you like Toronto. Because that's the only way Toronto's going to win this game is if they limit Philadelphia offensively. I don't necessarily think that if we're sitting at the under at 210. Yeah, that's a low number. That's very low. That's a low number. Yeah, but, la- but look I mean, at the last two games. Then, the games game. they won, Philadelphia only scored eighty-eight and one hundred and two. That's it. Yeah, and the games that they won. But if you look at the games that Philly won, they scored one hundred and four and one hundred and twelve, limited and one thirty-one. One of those in o- overtime. And yeah, I'm taking half that first first game just because it's the you know first game feeling each other out and the the high intensity and energy of game one looking at game two you know you're under well under that two uh or sorry not well under you're at 109 or 209 um you look at game three which went to overtime you're looking at at 205 game four uh sorry those are the two that the 76ers won but and then even then when you know, so those both hit under even when Yeah, before Toronto the five games have gone were, under in this series. Yeah. But no. Yeah. The first one went over. It was one thirty one to one eleven. 
What was uh, game four? Because that's 212. Game four was 212. It went under. It was 216. Oh, it was up at 216. Okay. Yep. And then, uh, or I'm sorry, it was at 213. 213, it closed at. Um, okay. And then game two was 217. That went under. So actually, yeah, four out of five games have gone under in this series. Yeah, I didn't realize that that one was at 213. I actually think 210 and a half is a little too low for me to play the under there. I don't necessarily love it, but. If I loved the two under two ten and a half, I would actually really love Toronto. To be honest, because they definitely want to limit Philadelphia's possessions, I think. But they at the same time, like like Toronto wants to speed up the pace, I think, because they want to play Joel off the floor. So hmm. I think that's interesting. I, I I really like Toronto money line here. I, this is just a total fade on Doc Rivers, dude. Yeah. I just don't do not trust Doc Rivers in this position, dude. I just don't yeah. think it's going to be pretty. This happened I'm last year, dude. <laughs> with the I'm Hawks. going with the better team with the the seventy. Are they the better um, team though? It's because Toronto's a good a team, team, bro. And Toronto's look at a good team. Toronto just has. I think Toronto has issues. They're they're they, a young team. They are. Well, I mean, they got dudes that won cha- won a championship on that team. OG and Anobi. Uh, um, Pascal Siakam, obviously Fred Van Fleet's not going to play, but he won a title with them. It's a team that, and Nick Nurse is a fucking championship coach, dog. This is a chip coach. He's a hell of a fucking coach too. That's why the Lakers want him. Still going minus one and a half. Well, Ben is losing this game. No, yeah, I'm just joking. Sure. <laughs> one of us you're, is losing this game. You're going it on a a on an edge with uh the coach being a uh, historical i mean dude he's a historical edge, loser though like this is the kind of games he loses this isn't just one or two times i mean i'm talking like over a decade worth of <laughs> worth of still in the first round yeah but i mean he's done this every round it doesn't matter he's had he's had one of the best teams of all time and he's done this with the boston celtics against the uh, orlando magic in 2009 i mean dude he's done this his, his entire career dude Yep. Telling you, my numbers tell me to go Philly here. Uh, you can't always bet numbers in the playoffs. I'm fading Doc Rivers. Give me the Toronto Raptors forcing the game seven. I actually think they may win this series, to be honest. Because if they, if Philly does not win this series, it goes back to Philadelphia. Woo, that stadium is going to be very uptight. Talk about sphincters being clenched, dude. That entire stadium is going to have sphincters clenched, dude. It's a lot of pressure. All right, let's move on to this next game. We got the Dallas Mavericks against the Utah Jazz. This has been a fucking shit show of a series, but, like, yep. this series should honestly be over. Utah won a game winner in on game four um, with a Rudy Gobert tip back. I mean, D- Dallas dominated that game, dude. There's no – Utah, They I can't even believe they won that game. Yep. Donovan Mitchell – this guy is one of the lowest IQ shot selection players I've ever seen in my fucking life, dude. Like, this dude takes the worst shots I've ever seen. And it doesn't even surprise me that his teammates don't want to play with him. And that's what it that's what it seemed like last game, dude. It, it just seemed like they were so defeated, bro, like, after that first quarter because they were taking terrible shots. And I'll be honest, like, they missed a lot of open shots too, but, like, that team just looked defeated, bro. They, they shot, like, 10% from three in that game. It was just nasty stuff. Yeah. 
I cannot believe this game is out of pick em, dude. This game actually opened Utah minus three, got bet all the way to sometime, some places, you, um, Dallas plus one, plus one and a half. It's now a pick em game, dude. I yeah. said on Twitter after this game, I, I said, I tweeted out, I said, this game has to open Dallas minus four in Utah. Like, because the books have been so wrong about this series, dude. Utah hasn't covered a single game in the series. No. And remember, yeah. Luka didn't even play the first two games. Mm-hmm. Bro, give me the Dallas Mavericks all fucking day. Like, if this, if they, I'm taking Dallas all the way up to minus four. Give me a minus three and a half, minus three, minus two and a half, minus two, minus one and a half, minus one. Pick them. Plus points. I love it. I took it when the when it first opened at plus points. Bro, this is like yep. a no-brainer to me. Like this is the books being way off again. They've just yeah. been off about Utah all series long, dude. Like what do they see in Utah? Like I don't get it. I, I mean I I couldn't tell you. Um you know, other than Gobert and Mitchell this team doesn't. It, it, but Mitchell's eyes, been lacks, so bad. Well, no, and I, it, but it just it lacks depth. And I mean, and I know you've got Bogdanovich, Whiteside, you know, Jared Butler, Mike Connolly, but it, it doesn't have like those aren't players that I see as one of those guys can come in and change the game. No, and not at all. <laughs> not at all. Like that's something. Yeah, that's something that you need in the playoffs and. Bro, Jalen Brunson, Ben. It's going to happen. Ben, Jalen Brunson is leading the playoffs in scoring. Can you believe that yeah. shit? Leading the playoffs in scoring, Jalen Brunson. Yep. Donovan Mitchell is shooting. He's averaging 26 points, but he's averaging 26 points on 23 field goals per game. 37% from the floor, 20% from three, dude. That is so bad. Like, yeah. Yep. Like the not I even twenty like nineteen and a half, and he's probably not even gonna play tomorrow, dude. He's questionable, but I mean, like he left the game with a hamstring injury. I can't imagine he's gonna be like a hundred percent next game unless he was like he's definitely not playing thirty eight minutes. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. I mean, that honestly, to be honest, dude, Donovan Mitchell not playing might actually elevate them, dude. I'm not even gonna lie about that. That's how bad he's been, dude. Like he's just been chucking yeah. up shots, dude. Like it's it's nasty to watch. Yeah. But I mean, I like Dallas here. At, 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 like, it, it, you gotta take Dallas. I just don't understand. You have to. I don't understand how the odds makers are coming up with this shit. Like, they've been so off on this series, dude. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. How is this a pick 'em? Doesn't make any sense. I. I don't see that it's a pick 'em. It's a pick 'em at circa. At circa, okay. It's. Depending on the book you get, it's like plus one, uh, Dallas, pick them. Um, I mean, definitely shop around for that because I think if you get plus points for Dallas, I think the better it is. But I do think that Dallas is the better team, obviously. Like, they've yeah. honestly looked better all series. This hasn't even been very sad. close. I'd also take the over here. I don't I don't love the under. Um, two of the four games have gone over. The first game, Luka didn't play, so I kind of like – Take that one with a grain of salt. So I'll say two and two over under in this series. I, I just think two tens really low, and and I don't see either ten, team scoring like under eighty again. Like that was a, an anomaly. 
I do think that it's just, Utah being at, at home. You look at the last two, though. Those have been very low. 199 and they have. 179. But like I said, like last What's game. change that? Last game, like Utah, you could just tell after the fourth quarter, they were still in the – after the first quarter, they were in the game. And then yeah. Donovan Mitchell, like Dallas would go on a little run. Like Dallas didn't even play that great, I thought. Like they were just mm-hmm. better. And then Utah was just missing everything. And I, you got to credit Dallas's defense for that too. But they were Utah was taking such bad shots that like it just looked like their body language, like they just gave up, dude, because Donovan Mitchell was like shooting them out of the game, basically. Yeah. Like he was he was dribbling up fucking twenty three seconds on the shot clock, fucking shooting like a twenty seven foot three point shot. Like you gotta get better offense in that, man. And it just looked just like they see, gave up. I just don't see how this really goes over though. Man, if Mitchell doesn't play, I actually think Utah has a chance to win. As crazy as that sounds. I still like Dallas though. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm going with Dallas here. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from that over under, I think. Um I lean the over. I mean you you make some good points there, but I, I just don't see them. Like, dude, you know, they shot. They shot ten percent. They shot under ten percent from three last game. Like, there's no way an NBA team's going to shoot multiple games under ten percent from three. Absolutely, unless you're Absolutely. the Atlanta Hawks. But, but you're you're asking them to put up another thirty points. Yeah, I and mean, they could do that though. They have the ability to. You know what I mean? Like, they're not a. That's the thing with Utah is, like, they're not a bad team. But, I mean, we've seen these two playoffs in a row where they're, like, more of a regular season-type team. I do think that they're better offensively than than last game for sure, dude. And they're going to be at home. Like, they haven't scored under 100 at home all year. So they're going to get yeah. at least 100. It's just a matter of whether they're ready for Cancun or not. <clears throat> you know, yeah, but I mean, that, on the same on the same end, like look at the Chicago Milwaukee game tonight, dude. Like Chicago hadn't scored over uh, eighty five points in two of the last three games. They come in tonight and they score over a hundred, even though it looked like they were dead in the water because mm. it was such a blowout at the end. Like they were just able to put up points. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. With with the you know more even teams, though, I think. <laughs> That defense is going to come out a little See, bit stronger. A, I as think well. this is an even team, though. And they can't. That's mm. the thing with Utah is like their perimeter defense sucks, but Grobert's so good protecting the rim. Like he he erases yeah. a lot of the the mistakes on the perimeter. Honestly, Gobert would be a perfect fit for for the Warriors right now if they wanted to play that mm. pool Clay Curry lineup, dude. Have him and Draymond down low. Well, Draymond's not a rim protector. Draymond's just great because no, he can switch out on the perimeter. Yeah. So he no, he, but I'm saying if you're if you if you do have Pool, uh, Curry and Clay out there, then yeah. But then you gotta then you gotta you also have to ask Draymond at that point to start shooting threes when he's wide open. Motherfucker passes up wide open shots, dude. Like I don't get it. That's another story. All right, let's move on to the third game, Ben. We got the Phoenix Suns against the New Orleans Pelicans in one of the better series, but only because Devin Booker got hurt. Devin Booker's been out, yeah. Phoenix is minus two favorites, New Orleans plus two. Uh, Right now on the money line, Phoenix Suns minus 130, New Orleans Pelicans plus 112. Over, under is 214 right now. What do you think about this one? 
Um, I'm only going to go Pelicans here because I think this is going seven. And Devin Booker you know, with, may play this game. By the way, he's listed as questionable for tomorrow. I see him listed as out indefinitely. Quite out indefinitely, if you're looking on Odd Shark, but the team officially listed him as questionable for Game Six. I think that's probably just more for mind games. Um, Could be. He was telling Pelicans players as they were walking off the court, I'm back. He said that. I'm back. What do you think? You still like Pelicans? Still like Pelicans. What was just saying two to three weeks? I don't think Booker Booker comes back here, um, and I think this is going to be a uh, seven game series because of that. So I'm going to go with uh, with Phoenix here. Um, I'm sorry, with the uh, New Orleans here. Um, I'll take the two points. Uh, I'd go with a plus one fifteen. Um, definitely better odds there, and you know it's just it, Chris Paul's been getting frustrated. Um, you know, Booker has obviously been out and the depth that Phoenix has is kind of questionable with the way that Bridges has been playing. Um, Cam hasn't been doing great. I just, Embiid's been good, but, or not Embiid, excuse me. Um, Aiton's been good, but he just doesn't seem like he is the, the Aiton of last year, um, which definitely changed the way that, that Phoenix played. Um, so I'm still going to go with New Orleans here. I think it's going to Game Seven. Game Seven is completely up in the air, uh, in in my opinion. Well, the thing with DeAndre Ayton is he actually has the highest plus minus of anybody on the Suns. It's just a matter he just has to stay on the floor. He got in foul trouble a couple of games, but last game when he was on the floor, like the Suns dominated the game. Like it wasn't even close when he was on the floor. Um, so I, I think that's a very important part of what the Suns want to do. And when they implement DeAndre Ayton, I just don't think that that uh, the Pelicans have anyone that can really really contain him, sure. dude. And the thing that's been keeping the Pelicans afloat is that is that uh, Brandon Ingram has really taken that step. Like he's that good of a player, right? He's been yep. he's been arguably the best player in the series, to be honest. Yep. Um, but. But I, I like the Suns that close this out tomorrow with or without Devin Booker, to be honest. Um, like, I, I would take the money line just to be safe. I would also lay the points. I think I would take a minus two. Um, I, I think they unlock something. And I honestly, I think the Pelicans pissed the Suns off in uh, game four when they basically, like, ran up the score when the game was over. And you saw the Suns, dude, in game five. They ran up the score when the game was over, too. The game was well out of hand, and they kept fucking – throwing dunks down on fucking steals and shit or missed baskets, dude. They were pissed off. And that's something you don't want to do to a veteran team. I, I like the Suns here. Even if even if Chris Paul isn't that great, I think I think DeAndre Ayton is that key factor. And I just I think that the Suns realized last game that they don't have an answer for DeAndre Ayton. And I think yeah. DeAndre realizes that as well. I like the Suns here. I like them I like him to close this game out, dude. Big problem though if he gets in foul trouble again. Yeah, he's got to stay out of foul trouble, man. He has to stay yeah. out of foul trouble for sure, um, and he's got to stay on the court, dude. Like, you know what I mean? And because yeah. when he's on the court, 
and Jonas Valanciunas is on the court, like he's eating Jonas Valanciunas up, dude. Like it's nasty. Um, he's really eating everybody up. But when he gets off the court, that's when that's when the Pelicans are really making their run in this series. Like I said, he has the best plus minus for anybody on on the Suns roster, dude. Like so, he's definitely the most valuable player for them. But at the same time, like the Suns won this game yesterday, or I'm sorry, in Game Four or five, and uh, Jake Crowder was in foul trouble all game, like, you know, and, and Chris Paul, he only scored, like, two points in the second half, and they yeah, still won the game, pretty. dude, which is, yeah. which I don't think bodes well if you're a Pelicans fan, dude, so I like the Suns here. I also probably, I don't really love the over-under. I would, I would lean the under just because these games have been going uh They've kind of all been all over the place in this series, to be honest. They really have been all over the place, yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't love the over-under on on this game. I would just take Phoenix money line. I think that's my best bet of this game. Okay. I'm going to go with... uh, Do I want the points? It's not bad value to take the points. Anywhere from 105 to 110. No, it's not. The points. If you like the Pelicans, you might as well take the points, especially at home. It's always a yeah. smart play. All right. Let's rewind it. Let's recap, Ben. Three best bets. One pint, two pint, three pint. One pint being your least favorite. Three pint being your most favorite. Let's start it out. One pint bet. What are you going with? Uh, one pint bet. We're gonna go Pelicans plus two. So then minus one hundred five. Ben's going plus two Pelicans. Um, as his three pint bet. My three pint bet. We're gonna go Dallas at a pick'em. Nice. That is gonna be my two pint bet of the night. Uh, no, sorry, my two pint bet of the night is gonna be seventy sixers Toronto under. 210 and a half 76ers Toronto under 210 and a half for the second pint better than night my second pint better than night we're gonna go Phoenix money line minus 130 what's your one or what's your three pint three pint is better than night is gonna be Dallas pick'em Dallas out of pick'em and my one pint better than night we are going Toronto Raptors money line plus one hundred five. We're getting plus money on this baby. Get it Playing in before it goes down. Doc, huh? Let's go. Yes, sir, dude. I'm telling you, bro. It's it's gonna happen. And then you're gonna see, and you're gonna be like, damn, I should have seen the light. I should have seen the light. But thank y'all for hanging out with us. Hopefully, we gave y'all some positive information to make your bets for tomorrow for the NBA playoffs. If not, you can always fade us. Let us know how you how you do. Hit us up on Twitter at Jordan Rules TSP at Taproom underscore sports. You can also hit us up on Instagram at Taproom Sports Podcast. Hit us up taproomsportspodcast.com. Make sure to go to devour.com or download the Devour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code Taproom for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. For Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson, I am Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lats. I will be back tomorrow night to recap the NFL draft with Mr. Raider Eddie. We'll be uh, discussing. I'll be there too. Oh yes, Ben is Ben. You are joining. We're doing a a full group yeah. podcast. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
Hell yeah. So we will be we'll be back tomorrow night. Make sure to tap in after the NFL draft. You're definitely gonna want to tune into that. And then Ben and I will yep. be back for tap room on Sunday. Maybe with a big announcement as well. Well, it will we will have a big announcement on Sunday, so you're definitely gonna want to tap in for that. We are out of here. Let's get this money, baby. And let's go. Love it.